0: Woohoo! Welcome! Yay! Thank you. Thank you so much. I have to tell you, thank you so much Um, on uh, behalf of the Roasters Guild, uh, myself uh, as chair, Nolan as uh, a member of the executive council, and Ellie as a member of the amazing staff of the SEA, now the ACE. um, I'd like to thank you very much for having um, having us here. What a fantastic first event. Uh, So happy, congratulations. Uh, Really, a great round of applause. You guys knocked it out of the park. It is fantastic. And to all the members of the working group, uh, really I'd like to uh, I know what you're going through to pull this off, this is a fantastic, a lot of work, a lot of volunteer hours, and you should be super proud of it, and it's, um, it's certainly a, a fantastic uh, operation, and we look forward to the rest of the two days. So thank you very much. Thank you for having us.
1: All right, isn't this nice? You know, all of us together, um, so, next, I would like uh, to uh, invite on stage, if I can say the word correctly, <laughs> uh, to moderate uh, the, um, the panel. I would like to invite uh, Isa to moderate um, the rest of the panel. Come on, Isa, let's go. <laughs> late, <laughs> you're late. <laughs> right
2: Thank you, Sonia. Um, well, it's a panel, so I'm not going to be on stage here by myself. So I'd like to invite everyone from uh, the working group of the Roastery Guild of Europe to come on stage with me. So we're going to try and fit you all in in these um, sofas and, and uh, chairs. So coming up, guys. Okay. <laughs> Shall I just?
1: Okay, nobody claps, please. Who are we missing? <laughs>
2: <Our> shirt. <laughs> Joanna. Do we need more we can, there's can have Shall I squeeze in here? Oh, so awesome. you go
3: there.
2: <laughs> <Thank Janice. laughs> yes. Amazing. <Woo. laughs> um,
1: are, we are missing Lisa.
2: Lisa, where are you? She's obviously went for a massage. <laughs> um, I'd also like to invite someone uh, who flew here especially for uh, this, um, uh, who's part of the working group as a liaison to SCAE. The Research Guild was set up uh, under the SEE, so I'd like to invite to the stage Yanis um, Apostolopoulos as well. Yeah. Lisa, just tell to go. Lisa, yeah. We'll, well, if somebody sees Lisa, then send her in. <laughs> um, but we're going to kick this off with um, without Lisa, unfortunately, because we're already oh. short. There, is there is. she there is. is. <laughs> So, as Sonia said, um, I think this is a really exciting time for us to be here all together. Uh, It's the first event of the Roaster Guild of Europe. And uh, the first steps of. Sonia's moving my. (laughs) Um, The first steps of the Roaster Guild of Europe were laid out um, quite a while ago. Um, when I think SEAE talked to Sonia to bring a group of people together, which ended up being this group of people, um, to start thinking about what we can do for um, you guys, for the community of roasters and and roasting professionals in, in Europe. And so fast forward a couple of meetings, discussions in a couple of months as well and um, we're now here together at our first event and i'd like to thank everyone to be here with us to give us the trust for this first event uh for, for us to set it up for you to be here um to share your uh, experience for these guys to, or for you to allow these guys to teach you and uh, share their experience and knowledge with you as well um and so it's great that we're here together. I hope you're ho- you're all having an amazing time. Um, if not, please let us know as well. Um, but of course, this isn't this is the first step, but this isn't the final step. At least, if it if it's up to us, it isn't. So, um, but it's important that what we do, we do it for you. So we'd like to hear your opinion. So as we said this morning. Um, I'd like to use Slido for this session. Uh, There were already a few questions, so if you open up your browser and go to Slido, um, and go to the RGE Future panel, and um, pop in any questions that you have there. Of course, you can also use the old-fashioned method of just raising your hand if you have any questions. Um, Not everything has to go through Slido or like new tools and technology. Um, I would just like to get one volunteer to run around if people have questions with the microphone, if somebody wants to, thank you Kim. Um, So are there any first questions? Anyone in the audience who already wants to kick this off? No one. I really understand. This is the first day, first event. It's all new. It's new for us, Um, so don't worry. Um, But there were, there is one.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was
2: great. Um,
4: How are you guys going to handle the fact that the two things are merging now? Like, how is how is that going to play out? Because I mean. The Royce's Guild of America is extremely established.
2: Um, yeah. That's an amazing first question that I didn't expect coming up at <laughs> first. So, um, so is anyone uh, encouraged to answer that? Maybe
5: So um, we're in the journey of merging with the Specialty Coffee Association of America. And um, what we envisioned is that um, we can bring greater value to to all members because, as I said earlier, when you introduce yourself to each other, um, you usually say your name, what's your profession, and where are you coming from? So you say, hi, I'm Yanis, I'm a barista from Greece. So that's how we identify ourselves and i think that uh, those would be the two critical elements on the new unified association so what is uh, your profession and that's usually identified by a guild and uh, where are you from so that's the boundaries of your local community and um, i believe that um, what we have uh, created here today with all those amazing volunteers um, is that uh, you're creating a guild to identify yourselves in in Europe. Now it's up to you, all of you here, and those volunteers to decide how you want to move this forward uh, into this unified association. You might say that uh, it's a great idea that uh, we create a a Roasters Guild um, with uh, our fellows from uh, the U.S. and the rest of the world, uh, because they have tremendous knowledge on delivering uh, events, uh, great events like the one that we are here today, that we are able to deliver as well, and how we take this knowledge and this passion from both sides of the Atlantic um, to create even better things. Uh, but also, how we make sure that uh, we keep this um, local community that we have established now or we are trying to establish in Europe because uh, this is important for you as well so this is up to this group to to take it further to engage with uh, uh, Mary and her team and and see. W- where this can go same goes with every guild like the barista guild that is the question for the barista guild as well what are they going to do in the future and i think that if we answer the right questions on what we want to achieve then it's it's a road we we can uh, put together easily
2: thank you Yanis. Um, I think in following up on that, um, one piece that I've seen uh, come to fruition in a uh, unification bit is um, aligning education. And so I'd like to invite Morton if you want to say a few words on how um, unification can, can play a role in aligning that education bit and sharing education with everyone across um, the globe, Europe and America and other parts of course
6: that was a difficult question <clears throat> uh, yeah but we um, we've met um, um, and uh, and and explored you know the similarities and, and differences um, and uh, it was interesting to see how uh, the European and the American uh, tradition of uh, education and community uh, has been very different and it, it's obvious that uh, the American uh, tradition has been going on for years and has been very event oriented that's why they have uh, a lot of small um, um, a lot of small uh, classes that are you know c- collected um, to relevant clusters um, uh, and in in the European tradition we we started not that many years ago so we more, it's more, you know, how do we create three levels? And, and so there's a clear you know, uh, progression from uh, the beginning to the end. All the subjects are kind of just unfolding very logically because it's made by a very small group in a short time. Um, uh, so it's not made by a whole community over many years. Um, so um, because ours is very uh, training center oriented, oriented uh, where people spend several days with a very, uh, uh, you know, with this uh, very defined uh, progression, uh, foundation, intermediate and professional on all. all um. So it's very training center oriented, uh, um, which means many days and made by few people, um, where the American system is, is uh, completely different at events, uh, a lot of small elements. Um, Um, So, but there's a lot of similarities. Of course it's very uh, common what's covered and that's why it was, um, uh, you know, Nolan and I did the roasting defects because we had a lot of things to talk about and, you know, there was a lot of similarities and then some differences and that was just extremely inspiring and it was amazing to make this uh, presentation or workshop together. Um, so, I th- you know, it's just, you know, there's a lot of similarities, there's a lot of differences, and the, the, the differences I just sketched out um, historically. Um, so, I don't even remember the question, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I like the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how we envision it aligned, right? Um, so, that's, that's just on top of my mind when, when, when you ask that question.
2: Sure. Um, I think uh, you know it's probably worth taking a little bit of a of a step back because Taylor was great with the <laughs> very first question and like kicking us into um, what we have in front of us, the opportunity of uh, of unification. Um, but I think it may be a little bit overwhelming as it is for everyone here sitting in this um, on this stage right now, and probably also for some of you in the audience. Um, about you know what what does it mean what 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 is it even what does it have to do with me and you know what is the benefit for me or how can I have a, a view on this so um, if you have more questions on that we'll definitely come back but I'd like to um, take a little bit of, of a step back and because we want to go to Slido and one of the questions that we had on there was was actually very simple of how this working group got started and I think that'll help us get a little bit of an idea of where it started and then where um where it can go so
1: um Sonia do you want to take that one? Yeah, I can I can do it. I can do it. Yeah, so Um, I told you a little bit this morning about how this group came together, but it was kind of, um, it was not only because they like to drink beer, it was actually because of their professionalism, you know? And uh, sorry about that joke, you know, maybe it was too early for that joke. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so actually, uh, Yanis, he came to me like... January 2015 or something, uh, him and Cosimo, and we were just uh, they were discussing about we need to do something for roasters in Europe. And uh, from that time, uh, from that moment, I started to think about what kind of people would be good to uh, to put into a group uh, with a little bit of different opinions, uh, from different sizes of companies and with different skills, so we could actually do something uh, for the European roasters. Because as we all know, I mean, roasters are not like baristas, um, I mean, baristas were like so closed um, and they didn't share anything like uh, before the year 2000, when before the competitions, but now they, are like, they, cannot, they cannot shut up, they are just like sharing and sharing and sharing, it's like, oh my God. But the roasters, oh, sorry, <laughs> but the roasters are still, you know, they're still like, uh, you know, in the back room, they are roasting and they're not kind of sharing anything. Sim, I mean, Taylor just like, she said it all in her lecture about, you know, we you ask questions, but you never get the answers because maybe we don't really know the answers. So... I think um, um, making something with roasters in Europe was like, this is the time. We have like 30 something countries, 30 something languages to to speak, but we all speak coffee. So it was kind of time to take uh, us all out of the closet and just try to put us into a group like this, having discussions. And uh, so that's why these uh, crazy people were put together I mean, the group was a little bit bigger in the beginning, but we had some, uh, some people that, um, because of their businesses, they had to um, take a break. Uh, but um, we tried to have like a different countries. I know there is a little bit too many Scandinavians in this group. I'm so sorry about that. But you know, it's, that's how it is. You know, I, I, I can't help it. But hopefully we will uh, have <laughs> in the future have a little bit more uh, <laughs> mixture. Hmm okay yeah um yeah i think uh, that was like basically this very simple how this was chosen uh we actually met for the first time in Gothenburg last year and this was like a very informal meeting just over a beer and uh, we were like okay should we do this And everybody was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's have another beer. And uh, so, (laughs) yeah, so that was kind of, uh, then we had like a formal meeting, actually like a working meeting. uh, So two days of working. And uh, that was actually when it got really serious. And we were really proud. We were actually, you know, of course we were discussing and not agreeing about everything. But of course it was in the end, we got a plan and then we met her so she actually uh, she was like okay guys it's it's a good plan but you know because we are roasters we don't really know how to organize stuff so we needed uh, somebody like Isa to actually you know uh, put this into place so the schedule is because of her you know and uh yeah so and yeah we are here we are today it was the it was the long version now right yeah
2: uh thank you sonia um i think that was uh you know good to give us all a little bit of perspective of how we came about um so i think sonia touched upon uh an important aspect of uh what we try to do with the guild and um is is bringing people together and she brought this first group together but as she mentioned we've got a little bit too many scandinavians so (laughs) what um (laughs) <laughs> um, so, of course, this is something uh, that we believe is important. There's differences in, in different countries and different cultures have different needs, different ideas of roasting. Um, so um, I guess the, the question that I want to ask to the working group as well is um, how are we do, how are we bringing different cultures together and, and what how would we try to create a more diverse working group, for example. Um, who, who feels? Somebody, in this somebody on that side, exactly. We've, uh, we've, we've had a few on this side. Lisa? Joanna? Yeah, Lisa?
7: Guess, uh, uh, well, for me, I was really flattered to be invited to the group. I felt like I had the least experience. So when we had our first uh, formal meeting in Frankfurt, I felt a bit bit daunting for me. I was like, oh, I've always
2: wanted to do a class with Morton. I've always wanted to meet Joanna, and it was pretty cool. It was a really nice experience. But then I did add a bit of diversity to the group because I'm Scottish and I don't have a local network of roasters. I don't have anyone uh, to turn to, to ask questions to. I had to create my own network, uh, and then I got to join this group. So for me, it kind of is a start of a path that now we're all part of, and it's really cool. So yeah.
8: Well, we are like all very different, basically, but we have a uh, like same same goal, and it's the coffee, and to bring the bring the like the different cultures together, so that we could speak the same language, so it will be easier for us to communicate with everybody, actually, and uh, sharing the experience and meeting the new people. I think it was like one of the main goals, like to for for the for the working group. Um,
6: did you want to
1: add? No, no, I was just like, they're too shy. <laughs> I mean... But, but actually, yeah. I have a
6: comment. Uh, so, in a sense, I would think that it's not the working group, but actually you, yeah, we, we need more trainers. Uh, and we need trainers from different parts of Europe, not only Scandinavian. So, it could actually be nice if you would think about who you know who could be uh, you know, presenting something at the next Roasters Guild, Guild and help us come in contact so that we can get more trainers. Because just because that we are the working group, it just doesn't mean that that, that we are the presenters. That's actually not the point at all. So that, that has been a bottleneck, um, uh, definitely. And, and we cannot solve that alone because we actually tried yeah. to contact as many as possible. And uh, I ended up with five presentations because we didn't succeed in, in finding others. And it's not because, you know, So it's more like a default, uh, you know, situation we are in that then designed and and we really need your help to find somebody who would like to share something with the community uh, so that we can just, you know, be a working group and then have a presentation or two, but not, you know, um, yeah. How do you share that information with you? How do you say this is someone that you should? I think it's probably the ESA that would be the... Or, or, or not, I don't know. Then we should point, up, uh, point somebody in the boardroom to be the contact
2: person. I think um, for everyone, because I was actually going to say this ties into another question that we had on Slido. Please, if you have any more, pop up your hand or, or keep popping into Slido, is um, can I be part of, of organizing activities and how do I do that? Um, I think it is uh, talk to any of us. It's not one of us um, necessarily. I think to talk to any of us, um, depending on where you are, depending on who you know. Um, but but let us know if you want to get involved, because as Morton said, like we we're always eager to not only get more feedback, because we are just starting this journey, and uh, we ha- we've got a lot to improve. And it and really the guild is there for you guys. Um, but we also need. Uh, more helping hands so that Morton doesn't have six presentations <laughs> at one event. Um, so and and to create that diversity in in the group, and I think it's a really good point that um, it's not because those are the people here on stage. We're we're you know. We're sitting in a sofa, but (laughs) that's about the only difference we have to you guys sitting there. Um, So it's really about building the community and sharing everything. So talk to us, find us uh, on our website, um, shoot us an email, whether that's me or ends up at my desk, ultimately. It's something that we then uh, share as a group. And um, I think this is also something uh, we are working on in sort of putting that into a little bit of a more structural uh, approach. Um, Are there more questions on this from from the audience? Or is there something that you feel, okay, I've come to this event, but what what, what would you like to see from a guild? What would you like us to do for you, except for cleaning your house?
9: I guess something that's all year round like these events are great and also we get to network this particular weekend or week but I guess a I don't know a platform whether it's something that we can just easily talk amongst each other or like just get everyone's information so it's easily accessible
2: Are you uh, talking about just sharing contact details or yes. Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Um So setting up platforms um, online, for example, to network and okay, perfect. That's, that's a great point. Any, any others, any other ideas that you have that would make your life as a roaster easier or better or any value that you think we could give you?
3: Okay, um, I have just like small comment, and uh, as you see that we had a lot of uh, lectures going on, and it's really thank you for that. And the, some of the some of us had the like really hard choice which one to pick. So probably uh, like you, you you we still cannot split ourselves, and uh, so probably it will be nice idea to have kind of like small. Uh, resumes of the lectures so that will be like affordable or available for the people who attend that that just to have it. Because otherwise you have to either like ask someone to take pictures on the iPhones or, I don't know, like. So, I mean like to to get more information, I mean as much information as you can and bring it back and use it. Mm -hmm. Or sacrifice someone, like no one wants like to cut someone, thank you.
7: Yeah, uh, we did actually write that, like, descriptions of all the classes. Did you see that one online? So when you go to the classes, you had, like, a, a short uh, introduction to who was show? holding the... It's, it's really it was too short. Yeah. <laughs> like the slides after, maybe, we share the slides. So.
10: Yeah. Um. It would be helpful, maybe, maybe it will be made, uh, <coughs> slides after, like, the slides of the lectures afterwards.
2: Exactly. I was going to... Um, uh, thank you, Bill, for for bringing that up. I think it, I saw it in, on Slido, on a couple of uh, in a couple of rooms. So um, I will say that we haven't spoken this through with all the trainers. So it's at their discretion. But if they're fine with sharing each of their presentations with all of you, then we're happy to do that after the event. Yeah, absolutely. Here's another one.
0: Uh, there is one more thing. I think we. Touched it briefly in the morning today about some local and national traditions in roasting and in like in brewing. and uh, uh, we kind of talk about like Swedish style or something like this, but uh, we don't really understand for sure what is this. So maybe uh, like researches in this domain, maybe some like travels to local or like try to analyze all the local rosters and try to come up with some differences like this on like on a national location basis will be really, really interesting. Someone
2: want to comment on that?
7: No, I think that's super relevant. I think that's what Europe might be lacking like when I'm traveling around, like to actually like not try to say that i mean of course we all can appreciate filter coffee but it's so much more to develop and it's so many more cultures i was giving like um consulting in uh, romania and there you have this certain culture etc of of brewing and all of this like i think that's what europe actually has like we have uh, turkish coffee we have uh, uh boiling coffee we have like uh espresso nonetheless and like all of this we could actually like absolutely like see uh, even more. Um I think like just to go back to the topic about many Scandinavians now when I'm holding the the microphone like that when I'm looking at the other Scandinavians sitting in the sofa I'm like oh but we are super different. Like we we are like more or less that we are sitting here it's just that it's that we were super keen to join and could put the time down. Uh, But I think it more is like, you know, it's like hopefully next year it can be somebody who's better than talking about, uh, yeah, pricing than I am necessarily am. You see what I mean? Like it only is like, this is the very first year, but next year it's going to be like an inch up, hopefully.
5: As I understood your question uh, about setting up the research on on different uh, flavors that are in different cultures, I think this is this is the bis- the big opportunity for doing that. Actually, you know, just talking up, speaking up, uh, sharing your experiences with with roasting. You have equipment in here, you have people in here, you have coffee in here. So that's just sharing that so everyone can learn from that, and that diversity can extend our. Uh, uh, comprehension, so this is it. Let's do it.
6: yeah, I actually have a comment on that because um, um, I you know potentially we could actually do research on these uh, camps um, because uh, I have a sensory scientist in in my company and and she does what's called uh, sensory profilings. And uh, we do that for, for industrial companies uh, that has a question. Uh, this uh, Yeah, we're doing uh, one with this week, actually, when I'm not, Ida is doing it in Copenhagen. And um, the expensive part, uh, one of the expensive parts of, you know, a sensory profiling in, is having qualified tasters. Um, so, and... know this room is full of qualified tasters so the only thing uh, needed is that ida my uh, sensory scientist comes here and does all the you know uh, panel setup, the calibration and she does all the statistics Uh, and i propose this for the uh, roasters um, um, uh, competition as well because what you can see in these profiles uh, you saw this those of you who were in my, my presentation this morning you can you can get some really nice maps of how the input parameters which is the roast profile correlates with the output parameters which is the sensory so we could for example you know order uh, you know uh, the esp- we could get the espresso from different roasteries around Europe that is their best seller get you know five different or 10 different and then we could run a sensory profiling. And then we could see how these different uh, regions in Europe correlates with sensory descriptors. So we would actually be able to see how Scandinavia scores in sensory descriptors, you know, in, in a really uh, scientific rigid uh, setup. Set um, so this is where the community, you know, I'll you know, put in the man hours from, from me and Ida. And you put in, you know, you'll be part of a, a real, uh, you know, scientific uh, sensory profiling. So that will be a learning experience. And then we've made, you know, research that's normally really expensive. And then we could ask questions like, you know, regional differences. We could uh, do different rose profiles. We did it with Rob Hughes last last week. Also, that's a comment to the unification. I had Rob Hoos over and Alexander Poole from Germany. And we did his uh, Rob's uh, flavor modulation. I don't know if you re- read the book because we wanted to create data on these. Um, and I've done some research uh, earlier that we combine and we, uh, we um, and and uh, so this is things we can do together um, uh, at camps like this. But it just needs we just need to plan it. Um, so I th- I'm re- I'm really excited about that, and I would propose that we do this at the next camp um, because that would be amazing. You know, the community. Gather together resources and get answers to the questions that you know. It's really difficult. You know, we could have done it. You know, actually, with your coffers um, here. You know, because she, she, uh, Taylor did approach me, but uh, I did. You know, there was no way that I, we could do it within uh, in the last couple of months. But it could be done uh, exactly here, uh, which I think is an amazing opportunity. Maybe okay, next year. Next year? <laughs>
4: Um, I really don't mean to sound like a broken record, so apologies before I ask this question. Um, I noticed that pretty much all of the organisers of this event are women, and I noticed that all but one of the trainers are men. Um, and I know, I know this is so boring <laughs> but I would really like to see some more female trainers next year because putting women in that position of power by being the person that is teaching uh, it kind of leads other women to think that they can also do the same thing and this is a pretty male dominated industry like well it's not beat around the bush um, so yeah that would be one of my hopes for next year that there would just be little more female trainers
1: yeah.
2: Agreed Yeah. <laughs>
1: You can answer it. Oh. No? Oh. Go for it. Well, um, yeah, so it was not potential uh, to have only. Um, I mean, I tried to find so many women to be on this group because I, I was thinking, okay, I'm only gonna be having women. It's gonna be great. <laughs> but. In the end, I mean, I, did, I, I found those two lovely ladies and, uh, and uh, then I'm, I was like, okay, we will have more people next year. But my, I think also because it's our first camp, we needed the women to be organizers, you know? because we are a little bit uh, more like down to the point so that's why uh we have the men teaching because you know they don't have to think about the organization and uh, we are doing the organization so next year we're gonna have it vice versa okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you Sonia
2: I guess this is a call, uh, you know, that I will turn back to all of you. As um, I think, as Morton said as well, like, uh, you know, this isn't this isn't just us. This, it's not we are the guild, and you're you're coming to attend an event. No, it's you're, you're all the guild, and we, you know, we, we really need to. If we if we want this to be valuable for you, we need to build it together. Um, similarly, if we want to have um, more females on stage, like some of you are. Um, have roasting experience for for years, you know. Please um, join us next year. Be be brave uh, and um, and and be one of the teachers and, and join join the working group or um, be involved in in setting up the event. Um, I need to turn to another question from uh, Slido. It is uh, I'll just read it out. It's help us to understand our markets better by carrying out market research. Um, so I think it ties in a little bit with the previous question for research, for knowledge. Um, so, uh, you know, I think that's something that, uh, we as a group again are, are not going to solve, but it is definitely something that, uh, we see that, you know, is, is, is a need in your community and not only the roasting community, it's, it's the same for a very Barissa community. Um, and, I'm going to try and make a circle here and go back to how I think, um, or I would like to ask the panel, how unification could help in providing that research that I don't think we as just volunteers um, will be able to provide, or only in a way that you know, Morton described doing it live at the event. Um, research is usually expensive. So how do you guys think unification could help us?
5: So um, as you will see, and as we described over the the roads we had before um, getting your uh, vote to unify, the the idea is that we are creating a new um, association where the members should be in the center. And one of the pillars would be research And we will be getting feedback from the guilds, uh, from the community on what type of research you would like to see, uh, uh, either be it scientific research or market research. And um, this has started developing really well uh, within SEAE the last uh, couple of years and uh, with SEAA. And I think that um, if we establish properly the the link between the guilds and the community, uh, we will be able to deliver research that is relevant to you. As long as we find the right mechanism through the guilds um, to get the feedback from you.
2: Anyone else would like to add?
9: What's interesting to see about the barista, barista competition, when I started with the roasting in uh, 2004, like the barista competitions was like booming, and they were like getting more and more and bigger and bigger. And then after like, how do I become a champion?" Yeah, by education. So the same way we were like approaching the roasting, it's, okay, we're doing roasting competitions because you need education to be able to win the roasting education. So I think it's a good way of, like, combining all these things that are happening within the industry. Uh, and and in the end, you will need some kind of research to determine uh, is this correct or is just someone inventing this for fun or, like, is it, what, what is it based on? And there are a lot of institutes out there by the big industries that are doing a lot of research already and they're having like uh, like this year there's a big uh, meeting in china uh, they're having it i think it's in november when they're like uh, uh re- report all the research they've been made so maybe to join up with them and uh, to uh, yeah uh share this with the communities and because there are a lot of information out there uh, already so we don't have to invent
10: the wheel uh,
9: the wheel again and uh, only the raise the quality
10: Sorry, can Thank I just uh, add to that point, Philip, um, there are also um, national um, market research um, reports that are published by people like uh, Data Monitor and Allegra, um, and they for me as an individual roaster are prohibitive in terms of cost, but actually there could be huge value uh, were we to collaborate somehow as SCAE and being able to buy that information and disseminating it nationally, I think that would be massively useful. Um, Allegra do all sorts of big, big conferences, um, also throughout the year, l- focusing more on, on the commodity side. But actually, maybe there's opportunities for us to also learn from where the commodity side is also going in terms of how they um, report and, and the, the type of market research that they use. Um, so not just kind of looking at ourselves for the solutions, but actually looking outside, maybe even our own industry, and seeing you know where it's where it's happening elsewhere. But that, for me, would be one tangible example of something that I would really benefit um, by being able to access that information.
2: Thank you, Brian. I think that's a really valuable input. Um, I've got a few more questions on Slido. Um, one of them is, would we only allow qualification, people with qualifications to be teachers? Um, I would say no, but I'll let someone in the working group answer that. So I think <laughs> if it well, I think it's um what, what is meant? You can ask the I can see if it pops up on on slide or um, if somebody wants to specify that's fine uh I think in general um we I don't think Sonia has necessarily asked everyone before the group was formed. what are your qualification specifically. And I think we have experienced people up front here, but not necessarily with, not all of, of us are ASTs, right? Not all of us are or um, them, like I'm nothing. <laughs> I'm just the organizer. Um, so uh, not, not all of them are Q graders. I think it's important that we get uh, your ideas for what you would like to see f- f- from a class, like even um, We had long brainstorms about what this program could look like and it would be great if we could have those brainstorms with you if you were to help us identify what type of classes you would like to see um, and then we could find the right trainer or if if you come forward yourself with this is what I would like to present because I I think it's really useful. We we would always take that into account and I see Morton wanting to take over. (laughs)
6: I think the, the short uh, answer is, is no, because you know the guilt is is you and uh, and and SCIE or everybody who are Q graders are just a, a possible subset of 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 you. So um, what is to be shared here is everything that you know, the community ha- finds interesting and qualified. So the qualification is, uh, as long as people think that the presentation was worth attending, that's kind of the success criteria. And all the other standards out there are just, you know, possibilities uh, for you to tap into or not. Uh, so I think it's, the uh, short answer is just no, it's completely unrelated. Um.
2: Thank you, Morten. Um any further questions or concerns or comments on what you would like these guys to do for you next year or from now on, apart from finishing the event in an amazing way?
8: <laughs> because like, because we are all tickled, basically, so uh, I have a question. Can we meet more often than once a year? I mean, is there a roster camp? I mean, it should be the major kind of like meeting or event during the year, but I think it would be nice to have a national or regional organized events uh, there. There for rosters.
7: Can I sneak in a comment? Uh, like my comment on that is yes, that I mean I know it's like mainly small businesses that are here and representing, and it's already it's like. Uh, a lot of money and time to set on the side. So then, I think it would need to be like something that actually is like extremely local. So you can just go like to to the country or like to put a few, few countries together or something like that. Is that what you have in mind? Uh, yeah,
2: uh. If I were to say, how many people have? um with show of hands simply how many people have local roasting groups in their in their cities in their countries right i think this is something we need to work at guys (laughs) um and i would um i would like to invite mary to um actually comment a little bit on that about how you're trying to um identify local uh, working groups and, 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 and regional groups of roasters in um, the U.S. Because we are, uh, of course in Europe, we've got a lot of different cultures, a lot of different languages, um, a lot of differences, but I guess we're also similar. We all, we all love lo- roasting. And in, in, in the U.S. they have the benefit of having one language, but there's also a lot of differences. Um, and so the need for, for regional groups, Mary, I'd like to hear your voice on that.
0: <laughs> Thank you. It's, um, for starters, just listening to all of your questions, I have a sense that at some point during our Roasters Guild conversations when we first started, uh, these questions were surfacing as well, as they do now. And um, it really rings true to what you're saying about you know, coffee knows no boundaries. And we're all in this together. And whether it's the subject matter expertise or it's the regional events that we deliver that subject matter expertise, or it's just the local conversation with regional roasters in your area. Those things are so important for, for our guild, and what we've put together is a working group specifically designed to tap into the regional um, groups that we have. We have member-driven events, so we're asking members to kind of create events where we just pretty much um, have everything ready to go in a package and we ship it out to you and you as the member of the Roasters Guild have an opportunity to host an event and we will help you with that. All the way up to reorganizing the way we do business from the top down approach so that as a roaster, as the Guild, we can support you whether it's, um, someone had a comment about understanding some marketing studies or um, understanding a little bit more on the data side of things understanding a little bit more on um, the roasting side of things, perhaps getting some more time behind some machines uh, that you, that can really help your business in for whatever way. And so uh, I absolutely agree with you. You say this is um, a, a very big component of what you're doing is the regional idea, the regional access, the ability to um, get with other professionals within your industry and to access knowledge, to access... Best practices and to really understand what everybody else is going through. And chances are, most people in this room have experienced every single problem or concern when it comes to coffee roasting. And even uh, the defects class this morning was a great uh, idea behind that because everyone could relate to that. No matter what language it was in, it was still everyone could relate to roasting defects. And so um, I think this is a great opportunity to. it really tap into your, your working group and, and, and push them for, for things that you really want at this point. And they'll help you get there. And um, you know we've done the same thing with our folks, and we've asked that. We're here at, to represent the members. We represent over 700 members of our Roasters Guild. And it's our, oppor- it's our job to help support them and do what they want. And the regional, local access is always top of the list yes
6: actually I have a question because that that's one of the th- things that you know I as a consultant uh, could see as a barrier to to, to local uh, communities and that is you know the willingness to share experience and share roast profiles because uh, I think that's because th- that that's why that you know the roasting community is a bit you know behind the baristas that it seems like there's a bit more com- competition, uh, so that that you know, for example, in Denmark, you know, we, we had, are, I don't know how many roasteries there are, but it's not a lot. So it's it's often you know your con- colleagues, and yeah. and and uh, I don't have a roastery, um, so so uh, I, I might you know behave exactly the same if I had. Um, but I think that's a barrier. How how have you addressed that with your uh, you know? Uh, regional activities. How have you overcome that barrier so that that people actually meet and share? I I am really curious. That's a great
0: question. And that's, we're not necessarily 100% through that. And there are barriers, and they're they're regionalized. For an example, on the West Coast, it's a little bit more of an opportunity, at least it's our observation, that it's a little bit more of an opportunity to have some more sharing knowledge because there is a high um, uh, uh, concentration and population of roasters. In, in a pretty large geographical area, right? And that,
6: that makes them more likely to share?
0: Uh, yeah, it does. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Now, on the East Coast, it's a little bit different. Yeah. And I live on the East Coast, so I can speak to that a little bit more directly. But for, for us, it has been a little bit of an issue to uh, work with other roasters that are, that are quite local to have that conversation. But once we walk into the world of what is the subject matter, how are we dealing with it, and not necessarily what I am doing exactly on one blend or one recipe or on one roast profile, but more so what I'm doing maybe at the 10,000 foot level, to have that conversation. And then as you work through that and as you network through that, those barriers, they start to go away. Sure, and and, yeah. (laughs)
11: Um, Well, look at Taylor's presentation today about all these different roast profiles on different machines. Like a person's roast profile is so unique to their roasting experience and their environment that like you can share quite a bit of information about how you roasted a coffee. And it's like proprietary or not, it's not like someone can't duplicate it necessarily. So it's like a barrier, it is a barrier of having this proprietary knowledge, but I think it's a barrier that can be broken with like true community.
6: I completely agree, and I also hope that you see how that was an implicit point in in, in my, my my presentation about business models. That you you know you've got you know hundreds of different configurations of businesses to address different customer segments, and if you always take point of departure of your personal passion, then you would you know the probability of you ending up serving exactly the same value propositions, not only the coffee, but everything else around the uh, uh, product and ending up with the same customers is you know, slim to none. So there's, there's, if you just you know, build your business inside out, you're pretty, uh, you're sure not to just copy somebody and never fear that somebody else. So even if you could copy the rose profile that roast profile would not be relevant for the customers that you address because they've other preferences than the business the other they've set up to uh, so you know be yourself everybody else is taken so so if you build it build it from inside out you don't need to fear sharing because um, everything else is different it's not just the roast profile it's how you address your customers it's it's everything um, in your value propositions that's different
11: yeah and and one other thing about local groups is you don't have to talk about your roast profiles There was a really successful uh, meeting up in oregon probably in the spring um, a bunch of people showed up but they all they talked about was fires they just got about this many people together and just talked about roaster fires so you know there's a lot to talk about
2: yeah i think this is um a great note to to wrap it up um because we're running over time so um i think you know we're all here to share so I think on on a business level there there may be boundaries but these people are, are also showing the the um, the interest to, to share and to learn from one another uh, and we're going to need your input and share your opinion with us. If you want to continue popping up questions on Slido, come over to any of us during the event, after the event, email us, um, talk to us. Um, as Morten said, you you are the guild. Uh, these We're all volunteers, so we need succession. This isn't going to continue to exist if these people in 10 years probably won't be willing to put their time in to continue to produce, produce the event. so this will only work if, um, if if all of you get behind it so exactly uh we will meet as a group uh in november to discuss what we what we think would be a good idea to do next year um so any ideas that you have any requests that you have um Again, we we do this for you and you're going to have to take over from these guys at some point. So um so it's really a, a collective effort. Um you know, a guilt is, isn't isn't us and, and, and you. It's uh, it's all of us together. So I like to and on this, because we are going over time a little bit, um, I will. I have a few announcements to make, but um, before I do that, I would just like to thank all of my panelists here for uh, an amazing time together, and all of the uh, guys in the audience for the questions. Thank you so much.